I'm Bridget Pettisey, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the weeks of August 23rd to September 5th. I nailed it! <laughs> and the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Okay, folks, there was a lot of political violence in the past couple of weeks, and it would seem weird to ignore it, but we won't be covering it because they're active investigations, and we are neither actual reporters, a real news show, lawyers, detectives, or internet sleuths who think they're detectives and lawyers. We joked about this last week, how everybody's a sleuth online. Yeah. And now there's this new season of Law and Order that's taking place and every night there's a shooting in America and then all of the internet jumps on the case and they're inferring intention, analyzing forensics, breaking it down in these like frame by frame videos and pointing like you see here, he was waiting and this is the guy. They think it's the other guy and come on guys. They have professionals who do this. I'm sure the detectives who are actually on the case, appreciate everyone on Twitter and Reddit breaking this down and coming up with their own theories and just also inferring motives, jumping to conclusions that they then present as facts. I'm sorry, but I don't think this is helpful. (laughs) We have one take on all the political violence, and it's that we condemn all political violence no matter which side it's coming from. And that's it. That's where we stand. Political violence is bad. When both sides think they're righteous and justified to it, that's when society starts breaking down. So don't do it. Troll in chief. I would like to thank our fans in the comments last week for your sweet, sweet, delicious maggot tears. I drank them. Every single one of them. Lib tears are salty and maggot tears are sweet because there's something so just refreshing and tasty about the people who are constantly whining about cancel culture and victimhood. And then you make one joke about their dear leader and you're all crying in the mansions because they can't handle it. said this before. We are not here to kiss any politician's ass. Worshipping politicians is fucking creepy and none of us should be doing it. Politicians should be roundly mocked by the population. And if you have such a hard on for your dear leader that you can't handle one single joke and feel the need to defend him like he's not going to fuck you, bro. It's not necessary. <laughs> We are here to make fun of ourselves, to make fun of the world, to make fun of left, right, and center. We don't give a shit, and I'm not going to coddle you. I'm sorry. You don't belong here if you can't handle me taking a jab at your favorite person on earth. And in the spirit of making fun of Trump. Oh, yeah, and then I got it from Twitter, too. I drank a lot of mega tears last week, not to brag. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because then I was watching the RNC, and then the Don was going on and on. Uh And I made some inside comedy joke about how he was running the light. I was like, wrap it up, buddy, you're running the light. And oh, my God, (laughs) people were so outraged. They were like, I could listen to him forever. Really? You could? You could listen to a politician forever? 
that's fucking weird. You're a weird person, and that is creepy. I couldn't listen to any politician forever. Not Obama, not Biden, although it's hilarious, and not certainly not dear leader. Dave Chappelle, sure. I'll listen to him for seven hours. He's always going to say something funny. Donald Trump at the rallies? Hilarious. I might be able to take a little bit more, but teleprompter Donald? No. Wrap it up, bro. Wrap it up. What are you drinking? I'm drinking maggot tears. Although they're in my lib tier, my liberal tier mug. <laughs> yep, it's a good combination. If you want a mug like this, you can go to com to get your mug and other mugs just like this. Then, Melania and Ivanka's private war becomes public. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched this video 10,000 times, and I think I figured out what happened. Ivanka, the ice queen, who absolutely smells of vanilla and the fresh blood of a servant, snubbed Melania. This is my theory. Okay, first of all, can we talk about how I feel bad for Melania? Because all she dreamed of back in Slovakia or wherever she's from. Is she from Slovakia? We'll have to check. All, all Melania dreamed of back in Slovakia was coming to America, doing a couple of nude magazine shoots, and marrying a rich guy. And that happened. She succeeded. But imagine if your dream is to be a mail-order bride sugar baby, and then you end up the first lady. (laughs) How infuriating would that be? You just want to sit by a pool and drink a martini and not have the whole world criticizing every single move you make and being under a microscope. It's a fucking nightmare. You're in a bubble. It's bad enough when you're famous, but being the president and the first lady, like, fuck that. I would never want that ever. And so poor, poor Melania. (laughs) Poor, sad Melania. We must say a prayer for Melania every night. I know that I do. Anyway. Back to this video. You can see as Ivanka approaches, Melania gives her smile, an olive branch, just hoping for some connection, maybe a a moment between stepdaughter and stepmother in a strained relationship on the global stage. Right there. As the world's foremost expert on reading the expression on people's faces from the backs of their heads, I can say with absolute certainty that Ivanka, that cold ice bitch, snubbed Melania. She gave Melania nothing. Not even the hint of an eye dart of acknowledgement. And you can see it right here. Right there. Right here. The hint of a sneer. I know that it was a sneer, because as I mentioned, I am the world's foremost expert at reading the expressions on people's faces from the backs of their heads. Melania was snubbed on the biggest stage in the world. And then you see her, a rage that boils up within her, humiliated in front of the world after a brief death stare that she represses. Realizing that she now has to get it together, she recovers gracefully. Because Melania is a woman and lady of class. I know that's exactly what happened. I'm not jumping to any conclusions. I am presenting this as absolute fact. I take that breakdown as a factual analysis of exactly what happened. (laughs) No room for interpretation there. Nope. It's the facts. Oh, and by the way, Ivanka and I are Eskimo sisters. It wasn't Obama, though, or Trump. (laughs) Anyway, 
I watch both conventions, and my biggest takeaway is that I need to vote for the side that is saving America, and I must stop the side that is destroying it. Which brings us to dumpster fire for president. Nancy Pelosi calls salon visit a setup and refuses to apologize. Oh, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Fancy Nancy, as we call her down here. (laughs) (laughs) As of this exact moment in which I called her that. I was laughing because everybody was saying, oh, why is there so much outrage? This is no big deal. I got my fucking nails done in a back alley. It was blowing everywhere. There was a hair salon next door that was doing hair. People have been doing whatever they possibly could. I was looking around thinking how much money they had to invest just to even make that happen. They had little platforms and plexiglass. All the money these small businesses, which have already taken a huge hit, have lost in order to make their business even somewhat viable in impossible conditions. And you're wondering why people were so shocked at the outrage for Nancy Pelosi going and getting her hair done because it's all rules for thee, but not me. Small businesses have closed, some of them forever. People are still locked up. They can't do anything normally. Kids aren't even in school yet. And people were getting mad and saying that it was an overreaction to Nancy going in and getting her hair done. No, it's bullshit that she did that. And then when she got called out on it, she said, Oh, I didn't know it was a setup, and they owe me an apology. As it turns out, it was a setup. I think that they owe uh, that this salon owes me an apology for setting up. That uh, drunk has got some f-ing balls, I'll tell you that. Right. She claimed not to know the law. You're literally a lawmaker. Uh-huh. People are right to be outraged. It's outrageous. Yeah. It is outrageous. And then the salon owner got a lot of because she was on Tucker like that night. Which does make it slightly suspicious. (laughs) Can you prove that this wasn't a diabolical setup designed to bring down the Speaker of the House by blow drying her hair? She had called the stylist and or her assistant did and made the appointment. So the appointment was already booked. So there's no way I could have set that up. It's stupid. On some levels, it's shallow, but it's just like, it's like how Newsom went to his winery and mm-hmm. shut down all the wineries. Of course, they don't think the rules apply to them. Right. They think they're exempt. Yeah. F- them. I, this is why I don't take any politicians seriously and think they're all a fucking joke and that they should be roundly mocked and brought into the light of what hypocrites they are. Right. It's like when Christy was sitting on that beach that he closed. It's just <laughs> like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. They're all the worst. They're all the worst and the american citizens suffer for this and then it only adds to the division in the culture war oh i didn't know and then she could have just said sorry yeah no she makes herself the victim and demands an apology like the gall of that woman honestly all these people are disgusting i hate them all Mm -hmm. i hate them all speaking of politicians that i hate and their girlfriends (laughs) kimberly guilfoyle became a meme is yet to come. Fun fact. Gavin Newsom and Donald Trump Jr. are also Eskimo sisters. <laughs> I only wanted to tell this story about Kimberly because A, I want whatever drug she was on that night and B, I found this picture of her and Gavin Newsom from when they were together and it's so freaking hilarious. I just wanted an excuse to blast it to the world. What is happening here? These people do not give a 
shit about us. How can you say that they relate to us here sweating in the sweat pit? They're lying on Ann Getty's rug in some weird pose that looks like it's from the 80s. Displaying their luxurious wealth. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. And now she's out shilling for the freaking other side, which is also hilarious because she's dating a literal trust fund baby and is going up and saying, oh, America, like, I get you. No, you don't, Kimberly. No, you fucking don't. I saw you on a rug with Newsom, and now you're (laughs) shilling. You're shilling with the freaking trust fund baby son of the president. When have you ever worked an actual day in your life? I don't know her story. Maybe she has. Maybe she has. I I know that in the mentions, it's going to be like, actually, she was the daughter of a toilet brusher. We don't look this up. (laughs) Toilet brusher? (laughs) She became a meme. Uh This is what I live in fear of every day is becoming a meme. Like this kind of meme. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters of freedom and Americans, the best is yet to come. <laughs> <laughs> At least you have an audience. Yeah. Of two. She didn't even have two. Uh-huh. It was just so weird. She was like in an empty room. It'd be like me yelling that in my room. I'm the trolling chief around here now, huh? Burn it all down. I'm a birdie bro now. <laughs> really vacillate on this show from like capitalism always wins to like we're on the Burn losing end down. of capitalism. Well, speaking of capitalism always wins, now you can buy novelty votive candles with a picture of a politician depicted as a saint. <laughs> we went down the rabbit hole on this last night and let me tell you, it's pretty hilarious how seriously some people take their politicians. Uh-huh. There was candles of Fauci, Dr. Fauci, the patron saint of staying at home. Ha 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 ha. If you get these candles, only get them as a joke. Now, if you're excuse me, I'm going to go start my political dumpster fire shrine. <laughs> Next week we have a shrine. There will be a shrine in set here. up with a special mystery centerpiece <laughs> oh it's a callback to an old joke so if you're just finding out about dumpster fire right now i suggest you go back and you watch all of them <laughs> so that you can get the joke that we're gonna have in the next dumpster fire that's right because we like to treat this little shim sham flim flammery operation as a little bit like a new show a little bit like wayne's world and something like lost <laughs> Moving on to canceled. George Washington University professor Jessica Krug revealed that she had been pretending to be black for her entire adult life. I mean, personally, I don't understand. And I know that this is a sentiment that's going to get me canceled. But if you can identify as whatever gender you want, why why is race excluded from this? And like, the no rabbit comment. hole starts now. Sam <laughs> <This laughs> won't even comment. I'm just shaking my head. It just seems that that would be logical. And what about when gene editing kicks in and you can choose whatever race you want to be? Because that's coming soon. And nobody cares about it because we're all paying attention to stupid bullshit. This story was just so weird, though. She's, yeah, she's like Rachel Dolezal or whatever. Yeah, and she just, I mean, it, the I read, too, that the only reason she came out and admitted it is she was about to get outed anyway. So she got ahead of it. That's a long con, man. Yeah, it's so strange. I'm not surprised by anything anymore. I learned about things this week that we're going to get to <laughs> that I'm never going to be able to scrub from my memory or my eyeballs. Can't! 
I mean, she should be canceled. Yeah. Just for being a liar. Yeah. <laughs> and she took grants that were meant for minorities. Yeah, that, like, that's the shit that's, you know, speaking of grifting, that yeah. is like a, that's a, that's a long con grift. Just to be like, I'm going to be a minority so I can go get some grants and teach African studies or something. Wasn't she teaching? Well, and somebody was saying, like one of her critics was saying, she could have taught the subject and not pretended to be like a (laughs) black Did you ever talk about why she did it? I don't know. I I would see. I would love to know the psychology behind that. Yeah. She wrote a whole medium essay. Right, which I didn't read. So oh, we we could we could have done some more research, but you know how we feel about research around here. <laughs> a yes. USC professor is on leave after students were offended that a Chinese word he used during a lecture on foreign languages sounded like an English racial slur. Yeah, we deep dove down this one though, and of course it's a little more nuanced than the headlines will have you believe. Like in China, the, the common word is that 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 that. So in China, it might be naked. Yeah. One side says, of course, this professor should be suspended. The other side says, this is outrage. And even the professor himself apologized. So I don't like to take away agency from the person who's being accused, because if they feel like it po- made them pause and reflect, I'm not going to remove their agency from doing so. Although I think when you're struggling to not be canceled and keep your job, you're not left with many options. But I can't really comment because it's not my experience. But I do think everybody's gotten a little bit hypersensitive. Mm -hmm. We live in hypersensitive times. And if anything, this is just another example of China's inherent racism. (laughs) Get wrecked, China. That's who I blame for this. China. It's all China's fault. Yes, I will blame this all on China. I'm just an old lady on YouTube. Now is a good time to remind you that if you want to support these old ladies on YouTube, we have a PayPal donation button that you can click the link to and give us anything because we got rid of all those mid-roll ads that are super annoying for you, for you, for you. I would say that you and I are old ladies. Sam is not an old lady yet, so we shouldn't lump her in with us. Got a couple years. (laughs) She's like an older lady than us on a on a spiritual level. That's true. She is dad joke, Sam. (laughs) I was in bed by ten (laughs) thirty. She knits for fun. (laughs) It's therapeutic. Although that's also something that the hipster kids these days do too. I was hip before the hipster. She's a weird cross between an old lady and a hipster. (laughs) (laughs) Just that's like all hipsters. Grammy Sammy. (laughs) Grammy Sammy. (laughs) No, Sam, you already have your nickname. She's a, she's evolving. I teach you the flaps and the folds and <laughs> Granny Sammy flaps and folds. <laughs> Seems appropriate. Next week I'll come with a bonnet. It's um Dumpster Fire's birthday. Or it was Happy last birthday. week, last time. It was last Do week, us. Dumpster Fire's birthday. And in honor of the birthday, you should touch our bells and buttons. Like, subscribe, and share your mega tears with the world. <laughs> I like to hear all your opinions, and I like to hear when you're mad. Sorry. <laughs> this week, we have the RIP award for Chadwick Boseman. I, I might get emotional if I talk about him. What a class act, because he was filming seven movies, never mentioned that he was sick. I'm in here. Whining about a hot little 
undisclosed location. And I can't imagine what that man was going through while he was giving us all that art. And he's like a real life superhero and an actual class act and super young. Uh, it's sad. He was a sad one. There were all these memes of little kids like putting Black Panther in the middle of all their superhero circles. And he meant so much to people. We've lost so many people this year. Yeah. It has been a hard year. I do agree with comedian Jesse Case, who said that we should retire the phrase completely. He lost the battle. He or she lost the battle to cancer because, as he mentions, it's not a battle. It has nothing to do with them being strong or warrior or not. It's a genetic show and it wreaks havoc on all your cells. And so does chemo. And you're lucky to, like, get out. Yeah. He was saying we should just be able to say died of cancer yeah people just, should be able to handle people can that. handle yeah. it yeah just say died of cancer people will be able to deal oh chadwick r.i.p only good die young it is true which means i'm gonna live forever <laughs> <laughs> let's get your fury fires reignited and discuss your nemesis yes we will move <laughs> on to my nemesis <laughs> who i will shed no tears for <laughs> proof we're living in a simulation elon musk's Neuralink brain chip oh yeah this is funny because i was polling all the men that i know and i said would you get this in your brain and they're like yeah yeah why not I'm like all dudes are the same they'll freaking put an electrode in their brain that lets someone else control their body so they can telepathically call their tesla to them like <laughs> batman or whatever in a lot of ways, it's kind of like a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires. They're like, yeah, whatever. Seriously. Sure. I'll let the government and Jeff Bezos spy on me so that I can dim the lights because I don't want to get my fat ass off the couch. Absolutely. <laughs> like people, they love Alexa. Yeah. Love Alexa. I never wanted Alexa anywhere near me. And men love Alexa. So yeah, I'm sure that it's going to be wildly popular. I wonder if Elon learned how to telepathically communicate with the Neuralink from his people, the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's why he's doing this, so he can communicate with his people again? He's well, like, ah, they're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, is, he and his son are practicing. <laughs> Little Ashe Jaje. <laughs> Ashe X Ahi. He's like, Moving on to everything is racist. This week, there's a list of things that have been declared racist. True crime. Everyone at the town hall at Northwestern University. And I don't know if it's racist, but accused of a cultural appropriation. Adele. Adele. Poor Adele. I feel bad for her. She lost a bunch of weight. She looks amazing. She got shamed by all the fats for not being one of them anymore. <laughs> All she wants to do is put on a bikini and go to a festival and feel hot in her new rockin' little body. And there's no festivals because of COVID, so everything's canceled. So she puts on a bikini and does her hair and takes a picture. And then she gets canceled for cultural appropriation. But uh, I guarantee that everybody probably dresses that way if they go to that festival. Yeah. It's probably literally everyone at the festival dressed up like that. that. Yeah. It's a whole theme. All she wants to do is feel hot in a bikini. Let this woman feel hot in a bikini. She worked hard. I just, I don't like that people are afraid to do anything. The culture of eggshells is upon us. And everybody's just walking on a giant floor of eggshells. Yeah. 
anything that you say is eventually going to get can you get you canceled. It's a culture of judgment too. Speaking of judging everyone online, <laughs> I am going to judge a bunch of people online. <laughs> our next segment: What is happening? In Japan, three grannies call themselves monkey busters, chasing away local primate pests with air guns. I think this is a hilarious story because what if it's literally Planet of the Apes and this is just the beginning of it? They've been there since 2015 and these three old little Asian ladies have been battling them. And we're all like, oh, ha, 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 those, those adorable little Asian ladies with their air guns and their little cute hats. And aren't they adorable? And they're fighting for the soul of the world. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> They're doing their best to like stave off the monkeys. Like two years from now, we're all going to be battling monkeys. I want to see this live action film either way. <laughs> I want a full report script on my desk. We here at Fantasy will make it. Next, we have the Brokini bathing suit. I only have one thing to say about this. Actually, two things. If this was capitalism winning, I'm a commie now. <laughs> Things you never thought you'd hear me say on Dumpster Fire. This is why the kids these days aren't having sex. Oh, I think these guys are definitely having sex. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they probably are. Moving on to the thing that almost broke Bridget this week, but didn't quite. <laughs> Adult <laughs> baby struggles to find work. His employers don't like him wearing diapers. Oh, imagine that. It's time to bring back kink shaming. We've let this go too far. Just letting everybody run around having whatever kink they want to have and think that they can own it and it's so progressive and beautiful. This is creepy. How insane are you that you would be surprised and outraged that your employer doesn't like you coming to work in a shitty poopy diaper and pretending that you're a baby while you're at work right he actually said he's I, like employers can't put up with the fact that i'm wearing a diaper and acting childish in the workplace like that's part of the shtick is he likes to also act childish imagine the audacity of thinking that that's something that you should just be accepted for oh i got fired today mom and dad oh you did why did you get fired well, I wore my poopy diaper and then I pretended I was a baby because I don't like to behave like an adult when I'm at the catering company. It makes me feel safe when I pretend I'm in preschool, mom and dad. Right, and he was working for a catering company, which means he's handling food. Uh. So then I went down the rabbit hole of the Facebook adult baby diaper loving community that such a thing exists is appalling. And makes me want to gouge my eyes out, and I really am jealous of Oedipus, but <laughs> I'm beginning more and more to think that social media was a huge mistake. <laughs> and it's when I see pictures like this. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> it has like a creepy pedo vibe oh, to it. Such so a pedo vibe. Sam! <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. It is. I know that. that, that. <laughs> Stop bringing your QAnon conspiracies in. <laughs> They're in the toaster strudels. It does have a weird pedo vibe. And yeah. sometimes the more I see this stuff being encouraged and allowed, the more I'm like, ah. you know, this is how Q is catching fire. Make kink shaming great again. That's going to be my platform. Then we have dumpster diving. What's next? In the dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) 
boneless chicken wings and children. I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. Oh gosh, this guy was hilarious. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. There's a hole in the wings where the bones once stood. Well, technically they never stood there. There's a hole in the wings where the bones once stood. Well, technically they never stood there. Somebody's making money. I mean, it, is this just a crew of people who does this for their, uh, you know, like in their spare time? There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money people who just go around to these town meetings <laughs> and they just troll the like town council They're like actually we need yes this is the thing we need to be paying attention to right now in our society although i can't appreciate going and caring about such a shallow thing because it's it was a nice relief from the real news uh-huh. <laughs> He was worried about the children being misled that boneless buffalo wings were called. That they're called, they're not actually a thing. They shouldn't be called boneless chicken wings (laughs) because they're not actually chicken wings. They're chicken tenders and they were never wings. They're not from the wings of chickens. He's like, we should know where these wings come from and people should know where their food comes from. And people, children should know that meat grows on bones. (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. weird. We need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. Meat grows on bones is a weird statement. It's a weird statement. And then we have Bella Thorne breaks OnlyFans record by earning a million dollars in 24 hours. Wow, good for her. She also broke the OnlyFans business model and hurt a lot of sex workers in the process. I know that wasn't her intention. But it did, nonetheless, and I'm not going to address any of that. Instead, I'm going to pitch an idea to my audience. What do you guys think (laughs) about OnlyFans for me, and it's just me reading my journals and crying, (laughs) my old journals, and some new journals? Maybe there will be a little nip slip. Hmm? Hmm? (laughs) Anyone who would be up for that, please mention it in the comments. I know that they like to jerk off while I cry. Which has somehow also become a running theme for Dumpster Fire. <laughs> Sponsored by Pooper and Jurgens. <laughs> we need to get a diaper sponsor. Oh, God. Uh. All right. And then we have a four-year-old little girl lost at sea found floating on a unicorn nearly a mile from shore. It appears unicorns also swim while the world burns. <laughs> She was really calm. Yeah, she was like in her little water wings, just holding on to her giant unicorn float. She was at that perfect age, though, where what else would you do? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit older, and you'd probably freak out. Uh-huh. A little bit younger, and you're too stupid to hold on. But <laughs> four-year-olds are like that perfect little segue where they're like, ah, this is a magical adventure. I just stepped into one of my fairy books. Uh, my favorite part of that video, though, was the man who pulled her ashore, then just like was whole carrying her under his arm. Like it was so Greek. 
just well, like, it goes to show why the little girl was so calm too. Yeah, the culture is just like he's like, all right, well, off to go see your parents. <laughs> well, no, like coddling yeah, and not. Like, okay, we just pulled you, you okay? out of the ocean. Yeah, and here not, we go. Like you're okay, you're okay. Oh uh-huh. my god, it was just like, all right, well, we got you. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Breaking Bridget. Oh, uh, a lot of repeat offenders in the dumpster fire world this week, eh? Prince Harry and Meghan signed Megawatt Netflix deal. There's a deal on the telly and it's not very good. And Netflix is wasting money. (laughs) I think the biggest ideological shift that has occurred to me in this wild year of 2020 is going from liking Harry and Meghan when they got married to absolutely hating them and not wanting to ever hear from them again. (laughs) (laughs) They're so annoying. They went through this whole transition where they were really inspiring and now they're just so annoying. They had such goodwill. Yeah, they did. They burned through it. They did a whole poll in the UK. Nobody gives a shit about them there anymore. They're like, I wouldn't watch their stupid Netflix anything. It is Netflix. You've been greenlit. Netflix, you're greenlit. Uh-huh. They're like, what? we want to give you a deal. Okay. What are you going to make? Hopeful things. Things that give the people hope and, and documentaries. And children's entertainment <laughs> shows. Pro- progressive, progressive, synergistic Material for the millennials. Buzzwords. Buzzwords. <laughs> inclusive. <laughs> Diverse and inclusive. And they're like, that's great. Here's a hundred million dollars. The hole in the castle where the brother once stood. Meghan Markle's making money. <sighs> Netflix offered me a hundred million dollars. And I said, no, thank you, Netflix. I have standards. I prefer to sweat my ass off in my undisclosed location. And be amongst the people so that I don't lose touch with them. Thank you very much, Netflix. I said good day, sir. That was how that conversation went. I'm sticking with the poors because they're my people. (laughs) The poor and I are one and we always shall be. Moron. Uh, Call me back, Netflix. Sam just called me a moron. (laughs) Battle cries make me rich. Yeah, I, I know. I love that we're about to end this. The best is yet. To come! <laughs> oh, we've got a couple Internet is Glorious clips for you. Racism sucks! Racism sucks! Racism sucks! And then in Fetacy News... Wow, we have a shitload of fantasy news. Okay, I'll run through it. I'm a meme, apparently. I made a joke, and then I had a bunch of people text me and say, you're a meme, and I was on Reddit, and it went crazy viral, I guess. Yep. Which is pretty fun and cool. At least I'm not a meme for the best is yet to come. (laughs) I just like the looking around. We had Ben Shapiro on the podcast two weeks ago. Katie Herzog this last week. Walk-ins welcome. Check them out. They're both great podcasts, completely different um, and amazing. I had a column that was wildly popular, Why I Won't Vote, and received a lot of emails from you, you viewers, 
for thanking me for Dumpster Fire. I'm reading them all. If you want to email your story of how you are going red to blue, blue to red, independent to either, please do so. I am politicallyhomeless at gmail.com. I love hearing from all of you guys. It's so much insight into the the mind of the politically homeless right now and fascinating. We also have a new series coming out, which we'll be telling about you soon. I was on the Reason podcast and I was also on the Spectator podcast talking about said piece, why I won't vote. Lots of fun things coming. We're off for two weeks. I know you're going to cry some MAGA and liberal tears and I'm going to cry because I'm going to miss you. But when we come back, we're on every week through the election. What? Yeah, we, what? We will be back September 28th. Yes, we're back September 28th, so we're off for two weeks instead of every other week, but I need a vacation. These ladies need a vacation, and we're just going to get some rest before we are with you through the end of the world as we know it. It's, it's the, the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Touch my bells and buttons. Please like, subscribe, comment. We do love them. I know I give you a hard time, but it's because you're fam. P-H-A-M. Fam. Part of the fam. Speaking of fam, join the fam at fetacy.com. We have an amazing community. We work out. We share recipes. We're keeping each other sane. We had an amazing Zoom chat on Friday, which we do every other week. So join us. We want to hear from you and see you. In the fantasy community as well, you will get the unedited version of this show, a full extra, usually half an hour, with all of the dogs interrupting and craziness and lots of joy and fun that you never see on this version. It's the price of a latte. It's uh, released on Sunday, so you get it in advance of this, which you have to wait till Monday for. And also BridgetFetacy.com for merch. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for all of the amazing research. We could not do this without you. Follow Better Fetacy on Twitter. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the very juicy mic. If you have sound needs, go to, to them. They're amazing and helpful. Thank you to Sammy Flaps and Folds, Granny Sammy's. <laughs> Whatever your new name is. What is it? Granny, Granny, Granny Sammy Flaps and Folds. Granny yeah. Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you, Maggie. Could not do this without thank you. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Bridget. Uh, don't thank me. I'm just just a poor girl trying to, trying to make ends meet. <laughs> thank you to the dogs. We couldn't do this without them either. They're hilarious. Woo! We did it. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of August 23rd to September 5th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich! <laughs> <laughs>